Thank you guys once again for joining us on the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Kenny Oak, joined as always with Chris Harris. And this week, we're talking Fastlane. It was a okay pay-per-view with some interesting storylines in the main event. So we jump into that. We also talk the road to WrestleMania because we're only a few weeks away and there are some big storylines and big matches being set up. As always, guys, thank you for downloading. Thank you for joining us. And together, we're going to make wrestling great again. Hope you enjoy. It's good. Okay, but it's so you talk about my ice. Is is that is that it's good for you? To everyone that's listening it, right now, it can be. Um, anyway, bubs. What? Lots of stuff happening in the world of wrestling. A lot of stuff happening in. I guess our worlds too. Yeah, God, I wish I need a better job, Bubs. It's not really. <laughs> I should so be, sad. I should be going to WrestleMania this year. You should be, uh, yep. but I'm not, and that's upsetting. It's not far from your old uh, hometown down there. No, Mamou, Louisiana, is only uh, three and a half hours away from New Orleans. Yeah, and man, I should be there, but instead. I'm going to be enjoying um, Rangers Blue Jays in in my suite at Ranger Stadium. How did you come upon some suite tickets? So I'm a part of this veterans group, mm. and uh, they own a suite at the ballpark in Arlington. So I just every once in a while decide I, I should go and partake in some baseball action. And so I just go and what better way to watch baseball than in an air conditioned suite with free food and free drinks. Okay. Well, and I'll, I, I'll fly down there with you. I'll come hang out. Cause now I want to go. You should. In fact, tell me when you're going to fly. You never come and visit me. And I, I, I think don't. you do it on purpose. Cause you hate me. So yeah, you hit the, the salient reason. That's the main one right there. I, I dislike okay. you. But there's also a good amount of distance between you and I, and that's a it's a good little flight, you know. But Caitlin's family is here, and they need to see the baby, and we can go golfing. Yeah, and we would go golfing if that were the case. They get to see the baby, though. It's just you're less important than other things. I, you son of a bitch. You hit the main point, though. You're going to miss some WrestleMania. That's what I think it sounds like. You're going to miss see, some of WrestleMania 34. And that's what is the beauty of the WWE Network. That is probably the greatest part of the WWE Network is that, one, you can you can get in on something late and catch up, uh, or you can just watch live and then go and catch up on it later. It's not like on the old days in pay-per-view where you had to sit there, you had to order the pay-per-view, and you had to like be there 20 minutes early to make sure you didn't miss anything. So much for the ideas of us doing some uh, some live tweeting, though, for the fans. We, and the old it's, tweets and- it's going to happen because, one, I could still watch the network while I'm in my suite. At the baseball game? Focus. At the baseball game. Oh. <laughs> well, in the suite, they have TVs that show the game. So if you're too lazy to go out and watch the game, like go. actually happen, you can watch it on the TVs that are in the suite. Okay. Anyway, Bubs, Fastlane happened recently. It did. And I would like to get into some of that Fastlane talk. Well, you, you won the pay-per-view picks. This is a first for you in a, in a long time. Yeah. No, I'm saying a first in a long time. Okay. 
I think yeah. the overall record is like six and two now, or Something two and like six that. in my. It's, yeah, it's it's down there. And next up is WrestleMania, and that'll be a, that's at a, has a lot of matches on it. So we're we're gonna have some differences there. But Will we? Do we ever have differences? We, we had one one, <laughs> and that's the only reason I won. It is. I kind of handed that one to you, but um, did you like Fastlane? Um, no, right? No. Okay. I, I, I don't. I didn't skip any of it, but there were large portions where I walked away to do other things around yeah. the house, like the. U.S. title match. I was putting Lily to bed when the ending happened. So okay. all I hear from her bedroom is new U.S. champion. And I go, huh, I, <laughs> I pick that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And that was it. Like, I don't feel anything after that. Right. The entire pay-per-view afterwards, I was like, okay, it's over now. I can go to bed. Mm. Like, I didn't feel anything throughout this entire pay-per-view. I think the only storyline productivity we got out of this was basically that the Bludgeon Brothers ruined the tag team match. Ooh, and that threw, was threw good. themselves into the SmackDown tag title scene with the Usos in the New Day, which we expect to see at WrestleMania, right? So... So we're going to see a triple threat now, it looks like. Yeah, I think so. And that that could be good money as long as the Usos are on the main card. Yes. That's okay with me. And do do they go with the Bludgeon Brothers as the champs? Or is a triple threat a great way? Oh, tell me. Yes. You know where I'm going with this. A triple threat's a great way to have them not lose, but also not win. Right. Uh, I It is far too soon for me to give you that prediction or any way which I'm leaning right now because I am going into this yeah. WrestleMania card with our predictions in a very competitive mode. So I won't be giving anything up at this point. Okay. Even though but, we're going uh, to agree on this match, so I'm sure. We'll talk about that when it comes. But uh, I like that part. I love seeing the, Bl- the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick. It's uh, it's progressing a little bit. Really don't like their uh, attire. I had a chat with some of the dudes from the Jobberknocker podcast on Twitter the other day. You don't like their attire. Thing. I don't mind their attire. I think I think it looks great with Luke Harper. I think mm. Luke Harper looks like a million bucks. Anything Luke Harper would wear, I'd be okay with. That's fine. Yes. But uh, I, I just need to look Rowan is just... I don't think anything Rowan wears works for him. His goat mask is kind of cool, though. I've it is. And I liked... I liked before he got injured how they were running that angle where the mask like controlled him, almost like the urn of the Undertaker. Right, that was I thought that unique. was a cool, yeah. But they kind of had to abandon that after he got hurt, and they're they're not going with that now. Yeah. It's just a part of his attire. And the uh, other piece of development that kind of came about was Charlotte beat Ruby Riot. No surprise, right? But we get Oscar then coming out. And pointing at the sign, which is now yes. a thing, and it's uh, supposed to mean so many things. It's so symbolic. It's been a thing since the 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 what started Old that whole rumbles. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say the Triple H Undertaker uh, when they had their first match. Uh, well, no, I guess it would be their their, their second, second their first of their you know back to back matches. Where Triple H came to the ring, Undertaker was in there, Triple H came down, they just kind of stared at each other, Triple yep. H looked up at the sign, and then that was it. You know, yeah. that was 
that's what created that match. And I feel like that's where now that's a thing where it's like, oh, wh- wh- what's happening here? Oh, they're going to wrestle at WrestleMania because one guy's pointing at the sign. Right. I don't like it. It's going to be overused. It's already being overused as well. But that's what we're going to see. That's the match I want to see too. Charlotte versus Oscar. We'll talk about that in a little bit, Bubs. So well, we kind of um, saw that coming, and sure. We, but that's what we. That's what we wanted. Yep. But uh, but the, the match, match, the match itself. Uh, let Let's stick with the Charlotte Ruby Riot match. Watch it I thought you liked it. I liked it. I thought that it was other than the main event that it was the best match of the night. Ruby Riot put on a tremendous showing. She's going to be. She's a stud. Uh, I think she's going to be a future champ uh, in the near future. Okay. Maybe not in the near future with Asuka going to be. And she's definitely not going to be the one that beats Asuka, but she's definitely going to be a major player in the women's division for a for a long time. This match was definitely a match to throw her out there, you know, test her out against somebody like Charlotte on a, on a, a pay-per-view. It, it's not a big pay-per-view by any means, but to see how she kind of handled herself, and uh, I wasn't disappointed with the match. I'm glad they let it go more than 10 minutes at least, it felt yes. like, so so that was good. But, Charlotte's um, good no matter what. Char- Charlotte yep. puts on a great match almost not like, – anytime she's out there, you're going to get a quality match, but I think Ruby Riot did more than enough to hold her own, and I was very pleased with the outcome of that match. Okay, so you're going to be a Ruby Riot fan here coming soon, a big one. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm going to be a big Ruby Riot fan, but I definitely feel like she has the potential to be a major player for years to come. Okay. Now, we didn't. We kind of skipped over this, but this match was also good. The leadoff match of the main card, Nakamura versus Rusev. A pretty good match. Yeah. Went, went fairly long, but I mean, obviously no storyline to this. This is just to fill some stuff, but two super over dudes. It was good for what it was put on the card for, which was to uh, continue building uh, Nakamura's momentum. We knew he was going to win, but they did enough to make you feel like Rusev might steal a, yeah, a super win heel. dude. Yes. Kept him legit. But that kin, kin, Kinshasa to the back of the head oh, yeah. was, was brutal looking. And it was, like you said, it was a really good match and a great way to lead off the show. I love how they're protecting the Kinshasa so far as well. We'll see um, how protected as it they stays. Should. Yeah, we'll see how protected it stays, though, just like the RKO uh, leading into WrestleMania. We'll see if AJ kicks out of that. But uh, that was that. The main card, though, Bubs, the, the main match, at least, the end of it, six-pack challenge. I wasn't disappointed yes. at all in the match. thought it was pretty quality stuff, some good spots as well. I mean, with the with the guys involved in this match, there was no way I think it could have been a bad match. Uh, there was some potential for it to be um, too chaotic with there being six people uh, all trying to get their stuff in. But I think it was paced perfectly. Everyone got got some momentum in. Everyone got, got their big moves in. And there was, there was quite a big story uh, that happened during this match. And as we all kind of suspected, AJ Styles came out as the champ. But the major story coming out of it was Shane continuing his feud with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, Mm -hmm. costing them. Both of them had legitimate chances to win the title. Um, You even had a moment where Sami Zayn uh, laid down for Kevin Owens because he said he was going to, but then ended up rolling him up. 
Uh, but yeah, a lot of lot of big stuff with those three happening in this match. And I like the ending in particular. Obviously, I, I don't mind how AJ Styles won the match beating Kevin Owens, but John Cena left kind of lonesome in the corner, still not finding his road to WrestleMania, which I didn't wasn't too like, big behind. But now I'm really really behind the John Cena lack of a match thing and lack of a build. I like what they're doing with it, and I like how he's got this growing frustration. He had the camera in his face, and he just pushes the you, – you never see Cena do something like that. Right. Camera got in his face, and he just pushed it away like, get, get away. I, I don't want this right now. Yeah. Um, you can see the frustration building because he, he just wants his WrestleMania match. You know he's going to get a WrestleMania. None of us think that he's not going to be put on the card. Right. We all know he's going to be on the card. Um, it would be really interesting if they didn't, for some, for whatever reason, they just decide to continue the story where they just don't put him on the card. He just doesn't have his road to WrestleMania. But we know he's going to be at WrestleMania. We're pretty positive it's going to be against The Undertaker, but I like what they are doing here. Yes, we will get into that talk here very shortly. That'll be my <laughs> angle I'll be plugging. Calm down over but, there. Um, so as far we, we it came out that on, on, on Tuesday, Shane announced Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn on SmackDown that they'd be facing each other at WrestleMania. Yes. Now we can assume Shane will be involved because of that backlash that kind of happened on Tuesday night, them attacking Shane, that he'll be involved in that match at WrestleMania in some way. Well, that but was more than an attack, but that brutal. was Loved mauling. But right that now was rough. we have guys like Dolph and Baron Corbin who have no place on the card right now. So right. we have no story the giant either of them. Real battle. Is that the, the fail safe option for, mid-card or upper mid-card guys at this point if they have no storyline to throw them into the battle royal and i think the i think wwe's kind of backed themselves into this corner over the last couple of years where they've put this match in and it is their fail safe now it's like okay we have these guys that we don't have anything scheduled for, but it's okay. We don't need to do anything we'll get because we're just going to put them in. Yeah, you'll be on the card. Don't worry about it. This is kind of like what Money in the Bank used to be. Okay. Except Money in the Bank was an actual – there was something there that they could – Right. It meant know, something to be in get, the match. It meant something, yes. But this just, this just doesn't, and it's pre-show at best. I will hate it, and I will have some significant gripes if both of these guys are in that match because Corbin has grown on both of us over the last six months or so. And uh, yes, I think he needs, can, a, he needs a look change. But other than that, and Dolph, I don't know what what they're gonna ever do with Dolph Ziggler, but I hate where he's at in general in the WWE. Is he ever going to wear a title again? Yes, he will. You think so? And I, and I mean a big title. I like, mean a WWE like championship. World title. Yeah. Okay. Like if he stays how? on SmackDown. How do st I don't know how yet. I don't know what, what the case is going to be, but him versus Nakamura could be a thing going forward because AJ will be on Raw. I think that's happening after WrestleMania. So yeah. Nakamura could it's be It's what Vince has been that. wanting for the last two years. Sure. And Rusev's going to be in that play as well for the main event scene. I'm almost certain of it. He has to be. Oh. <sighs> Maybe, but uh, how many times have we said that? I know he, I that got... so and so has to be in the main event, and that so and so has been Rusev for a long it's time. Been Rusev for many and years, and yes, and it's just not happening. 
we'll figure it out though. I, I'm I'm being confident in the Rusev thing, but um, let's. You want to talk some road here, Bubs? Let's talk about the highway yes. that's leading us to, to oh, New Orleans. Oh, the, the interstate, the interstate right now, Bubs. Interconnecting pretty, roads. Yes, and uh, there's there's so much happening over these last, and and I hate that. You know, let's look at what's going on at WrestleMania. What's the long-term stories that are being built here, other than actually, I don't know. Like going other after than this Kevin Owens, or coming no, into WrestleMania. like coming into WrestleMania. Other than oh, okay. the Shane McMahon KO Sami Zayn thing, there has been no long-term stories leading to WrestleMania. So, are they just building WrestleMania off of its name alone? Because back in the day, they mm. used to build these matches for for months. I'm in fact, you, you had up. Cena and Rock that led up for an entire year. Mm -hmm. Now we've talked about long term story making several times on this show, right? How we yes. like it, how it's useful, how it can get you to WrestleMania, even through WrestleMania, things like that. I thought about this earlier, and like to say that it's being produced on its name alone is, I think, a very safe bet, because even though the storylines from the last six months or so really haven't built. There is some long-term storylines here. Brock and Roman have a long-term storyline that just hasn't been activated over the last yes. while. So that's there. AJ versus Shinsuke, that has a storyline that isn't WWE-related. So that counts, right? Now, um, I oh, guess. It, it does. It has to count. They need it to count. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Miz and and Finn Balor and Rollins, there's been pieces of that over the last few months between all three of them, even <laughs> separately amongst each other. But I wouldn't say that's been detailed at all. And outside of that, you have Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That's a fight for everything. That's that's going to be there. But uh, Kurt Angle versus yeah, but they're Forge. not wrestling each other. Well, right now they are. At this point, well, like, we right, know that's that shouldn't well. happen. But um, that feud or that um, that storyline alone will play into that match in some way whether or not uh, they face each other or they team up or whatever the case is. But, and outside of that, this is, a, and honestly, it's a gimmick match, right? Triple H and Stephanie versus Ronda and, and Angle, that has stuff way back yes. to 2000. Everything. Well, I, you're grasping at straws now. Because I have to, yeah. You you have to, and that's that's the unfortunate part. I mean, gone are the days where you have storylines that start at SummerSlam right. and go all the way to WrestleMania. Last time we saw that was in, was Daniel Bryan. Started at SummerSlam with his match with John Cena and went all the way through WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. That was kind of the last long-term story that WWE built other than uh, Roman and, and the authority going into mm -hmm. WrestleMania 32. Uh, which no one liked. No one wanted a part of that. No. And, but yeah, I mean, now so it, it's it almost as if it's like, hey, it's wrestling. It is because WWE has built WrestleMania to be the draw. Not the matches are the draw, so they feel that they can just throw together uh, matches the night before. You know, they feel like they can just throw together a match that night, and it's okay because it's WrestleMania. People are going to be watching regardless. It, well, you're, you're hitting the exact point. Like, it almost literally doesn't matter because we're all going to watch it because it's a spectacle. Now it's a, an eight-hour event. We're going to be in – because there's, there's, the card. there's some stuff on the card that we're going to like. So why aren't you going to watch the whole thing because of the potential of unpredictability because some of the right. stuff that uh, is unplanned because you want to see it. 
because it's a huge event. So now they kind of can do that because one, they have their network subscriptions. So you're not, I mean, if you just put on a long-term storyline that's eight or 10 months in the making, that's not going to buy extra viewers. They already have those viewers. Someone's not going to go and do that just for one storyline. So now they can build up stuff from the rumble. They can build up stuff from these like irrelevant pay-per-views, the chamber and fast lane, and they can put on a card. And we're all going to watch it and say, okay, well, that was a good match, but there's no storyline behind it. Whatever. On to the next. And do you feel like that's not a problem? Do you, do you think that's okay? For a diehard wrestling so It sounds fan, to me like you're okay with that. I'm okay with it from the perspective of Vince McMahon making his money and getting his, his value out of WrestleMania. Now, I'm not right. okay with it as a wrestling fan who knows what a long-term storyline looks like and makes me feel a lot better when I see one kind of end or even be built further. Like I think of Rock and Austin several yes. times when I think about stuff like this and how they faced off. Because WrestleMania times. is the the season finale. Mm-hmm. But in a lot you of know, cases, we talked about this. Wrestle Kingdom is the season. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom is the season premiere of New Japan, while WrestleMania is the season finale. And so, I mean, last year, one of the big moments that we got were the parties returning. Yeah. What do we have? What can we expect from this year? We kind of we kind of felt like the Hardys might be returning they at kept WrestleMania. Secret, though, Do, which was great. They they did, but when the New Day came out and said that there was a third team, we all kind of knew like, okay, Fourth here team. it is. Fourth team, yeah. Yeah. Um, this time around, do do we feel like there's going to be some kind of big surprise? Does Goldberg come back? You know, does Batista come back? Like, what what could be a big surprise at this year's WrestleMania? So I don't think there's going to be any new debut of anybody, somebody that's going to continue to to wrestle for throughout the rest of the year. Goldberg has been rumored to hang out in the Battle Royal. I don't think that gets yeah. a big enough pop at all. Batista said oh, that he that's going to get a huge pop. Not from well, maybe from some people, not from me. I, I don't I don't dislike the guy, but I'm I'm over the Goldberg thing now. Um. Dave Batista said in an interview that he had to decline going into the Hall of Fame this year because he said his he wants wrestling one more career run. is not over and he wants one more yes. run. So I don't know where he could pop up in this card, but I mean, there's some things they can do. If they don't announce The Undertaker versus John Cena, they could make it a surprise at the event. So there's things do like that. Do we want that, that though? Because we, we yeah. kind of talked about this um, a couple days ago, like mm-hmm. how they go about this. I brought up the idea of the open challenge because Cena's just like, look, I'm not getting my match, but I'm just going to come out. I'm getting a match, and I'm going to challenge whoever comes out. And then, you know, we, we both kind of think, you know, maybe it won't be the dead man right. that comes out. It'll be another iteration of Undertaker that comes out, but you didn't like the open challenge idea. I don't like the open challenge idea because it's always been met with a mid-card kind of stink to it Yeah. because he did it with the U.S. title, and I don't think that they should build it up to anything like that. I'm okay with him continuing his frustration all the way up until up until the night, and if he goes out into the ring, it can be he can say something to that effect. I just don't want it to be, uh, hey, I'm out here to challenge anybody who's, at, who's willing to challenge me. I don't want it to really come off like that because that has that less important type feel to it. So I don't like that idea, but yes, I want the bad American badass version of the Undertaker. Yes, Biker Taker. Because it does a couple things. The big dog. It lets what well, the original big dog. It lets the 
it lets Roman Reigns keep credibility as retiring the Undertaker gimmick, the Dead yes. Man gimmick. That's fine. Keep that with him. But um, it also allows th- that would actually be a good match because Cena he knows how to work the ring better than Roman Reigns. I think the Undertaker would be a lot more comfortable. He can do, I guess he, he has he seemed a lot more free flowing and a little more not even agile, but he seemed to enjoy the gimmick better when he was the American badass. And I think that they would just match up better with John Cena in that regard in the ring. So yeah, I want to see that. I want it now, to be announced that night, though. I don't want any lead up to it. Okay. I like the idea of what Cena's doing. So right now on Monday Night Raw, Cena called out The Undertaker, basically calling, you know, no one's ever put down The Undertaker like Cena did. Usually Undertaker has this irreverence about him and, you know, no one says a bad thing about him. Mm -hmm. But Cena just came out and eviscerated him, you know, basically showing him no respect. Now, if you remember, the biker taker gimmick was all about respect. Mm-hmm. How he deserved respect, and if someone didn't show him respect, he would destroy them. Yeah. A la Maven. When sure. he, um, so I think this is a great way to build towards that, the whole respect thing towards the um, Undertaker, which call, which brings out his more aggressive biker taker side. And this this allows the whole storyline to go full circle because when John Cena debuted, when he attacked Kurt Angle, Ooh, I like it. In the backstage, the Undertaker shook his hand as if John Cena had earned his respect. The Undertaker was the American badass gimmick. He was undisputed champ at the time as well. I think. Yes. So there was that handshake that took off, and uh, let that be the beginning. And we need we need an ending. That's a long term storyline. Although they've never really faced each other a whole lot in singles matches, but um. Let that let that be a thing. So I want to see because Undertaker was always on SmackDown. He was while yeah. Cena was running Raw. Mm-hmm. So I want to see it. I want to see the gimmick at least one more time. It'll get a huge ovation, and it allows Roman to keep credibility for what he did, and let the Undertaker get one more good match in. And why shouldn't it be against John Cena? You know. But who wins that match? Neither one. Neither one needs a win. No. So so you think Undertaker? Yeah, at this point, based I don't on no, because Cena's going to be sticking around. Yeah, unless they did that as a, like again, we've said this a lot. I think the only way he wins is if he turns heel in the match and continues heel uh, going forward. There's no but way. But we know that's not going to happen. I know, but the storyline. I let itself I think back. Cena can pull it off, but I just look at the way Cena, the reactions he gets, the good that he does. Outside of WWE, the way the kids look up to him, he doesn't need to go heel. I think he is perfect the way he is, which sounds stupid, I understand, but I just think Cena doesn't need to change. Like, he, as long as he's motivated, he puts on the best promos of all time. Okay. If he's motivated, he can put on some of the best matches of all time, as we've seen against guys like AJ Styles and CM Punk. Okay. So I, I feel like Cena should I, – I think he should get the win against against Taker. And if it comes to that and we actually get to predict that, that will be a crazy thing to add to our predictions. But um, yes. I hope it does. And even if – even if they don't announce the match being on the card when we do our, our preview show, I think we should still do it just in case. Oh, yeah. Like 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 we did at the just, Rumble, like surprise matches. Yeah. Uh, now, 
continuing on the road to, to WrestleMania, this is kind of the last thing I want to get to on the road to WrestleMania. What's going on with Braun Strowman and his pursuit, his singular pursuit <laughs> of the Raw Tag Team titles? His one-man effort in the tag team division now. He won the, uh, I don't know, I guess I wouldn't, was it an over-the-top rope elimination battle royal it's, for the tag teams? Is that what it was? I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. There weren't. I don't think there were pins in it. He was just throwing people over the top. Yes. Rope. So yeah, he won the tag team battle royal on Monday Night Raw to earn a shot at the bar. At the at the bar, Bubs. because I I've seen reports that the bar will be wrestling possibly a team that is not a team yet. Could Braun Strowman? Walk with Elias, Bubs. Well, be a tag team with with Elias. That's an and angle. win and win the Raw tag team titles. I've thought about that, but um, my I think at this point, great. I would love for our boy Elias to be in that situation because he's not on the card yet, and he must be on the card. But no, my prediction right now, at least as as I saw Braun win this the other night, does he win? Is that um his his opponent won't be announced until the match, or excuse me, his partner. Won't be announced okay. until the match, and it will actually be the big show that comes out to team up uh, with him for a not necessarily a one a one last match, but um, I don't think the big show's done as an in ring performer. He's got at least one more or two more I things don't. to do, and the idea of Braun and Big Show is just a um, it's an image that I think WWE would want to do with both of them holding the the tag team titles for a brief period of time. That's got to come off them soon right after that. But that would be my prediction right now is that it'd be the big show in his last uh, WrestleMania moment. That's such a cop out bubs because of course, you know, the big show would be the person that gets put into kind of that spotlight when we wouldn't, we want to see someone a little more deserving be put. I would much rather see Elias get put into that situation than the Big Show. I think it does more for Elias going forward, and I I don't see the Big Show coming back just okay. yet. I haven't seen anything to tell me otherwise. Um, I think he was putting on some fantastic matches, uh, especially with Braun. Yeah, that's where I'm driving yeah. my storyline from. Is from their little feud of one on one matches that broke the ring and all that stuff, and Braun's kip up and all that shit they did. God, Braun's amazing, I, isn't he? I think that both you and I want to see Elias because we want to see him used properly, and we want to yes. see him pushed forward. However, I want to see, I want to see what belts look like on both Elias and mm-hmm. Braun, and whether either whether either or both of them can carry a strap okay. in the WWE. But let's think about this from how WWE normally books things like this. Elias has not been on the main card for all that long. Okay, it's only been the majority of the past year. But he's feuded with John he's Cena. Had, I know, he's feuded with everybody. But how often does someone then Balor and then have something significant on a WrestleMania card? The answer is not often. Okay. Fandango. So, yep, he got over Jericho, but that didn't he work. He did. But, Big um, old leg drop from the top. Right? I like what they're doing, right? I think that could be a great... A great angle because Strowman and Elias had their little, well, even you could say it's still going, their musical feud of sorts. The uh, Symphony of Destruction, Bubs. Yeah. So I want to see it, but um, if that's if that gets Elias on the card and not in the Battle Royal, then absolutely. But um, we're both marks for him, so we need to be careful. I walk with Elias. 
his shirt. And is I know still you walk with Elias. Shirt and his merch is number one now in, in WWE still. Which which shows you that one WWE pays attention to merch. Yes. Um, with a lot, and and Elias has been getting a lot of screen time. He has a lot, and they're putting him in some high profile He's situations. I love it. He's Have getting Rollins. You, he's getting Ballard. He's getting Cena. And he's smashing guitars over them. Yep. Like a la Jeff Jarrett. Yes, never Does do a Does Jeff dime. Jarrett make an appearance? <laughs> Jeff Jarrett never never was a big merch seller. No, but, but what if he popped into the old Battle Royal? I would freaking lose my mind. What if they smash guitars over each other? Or like, Please. like should, a guitar Like sword smashing fight. swords. Yeah. Yes. Please. God, that would be great. Let anyway. Ryan. Hold on. Okay. Don't do that. Okay. Anyway. Um, I just, I feel like Braun is going to be a main event player way sooner than we ever, not Braun, I mean, Elias is going to be a main event player way sooner than we ever thought. Uh, he's going to be a main event player, which is something none of us ever thought when he first showed up on the scene. Um, okay. Ha- have you watched that ride along? yet like i've been telling you you keep telling me to do it but i just find other things to do but elias is so good he's in a limousine just just playing songs and it's great now i I just happened to to scroll through something right now on the old facebook bubs for the Uh social medias and it's somewhat unrelated but somewhat related um that's ominous yeah it's regard to the steroid scandal and how john bravo has mentioned that Jinder Mahal and Sheamus were involved in the steroid scandal in a video that was published with their personal trainer. Now we we're not that's not surprising if Jinder happens to be named in that, right? But Sheamus is a name that we haven't really seen or been connected to the no, steroid scandal at all. Sh- right? Sheamus is a uh, he's he's Triple H's workout partner, you know. He's But he's so yeah. old. Can he stay that cut that naturally? I mean, he's so old. He's 38, bubs. Yeah, that's old. I mean, well, <laughs> relatively speaking, yes, I've seen people in their 50s as cut as him. Okay. I just wanted to bring that out because that's something that, I mean, it was Roman-related earlier, but uh, we'll yes. see if that actually leads to anything. Hopefully it doesn't free throw those dudes because I want Jinder to hold the title again and burn everyone down. A lot of, I know, people would be so mad. I would love it. A lot, Unfortunately, with Jinder, a lot of science point to it uh just body wise and like like i was watching uh eddie guerrero versus brock lesnar at no way out when eddie won the title and just looking at him his his back was filled with you know that back knee and he he'd gotten so big and you're just like "Ah." he's huge it just it it shows that there's a definite sign of him of steroid use and i see some of that also with gender yeah, and I like gender. I want him to stay relevant, um, but I wouldn't be surprised, unfortunately. Now with Sheamus, yeah, I'd be a little surprised. Yeah, um, did he? Maybe he did it for his acting career. I don't know, but yeah, I would definitely be surprised with Sheamus. We'll see if anything anything comes of that. But uh, thanks for bringing the mood down, though. Buzz. Yeah, I had to bring it down a little bit because. We were gonna, we're going to talk about something that's shitty as well. They recently renamed the Fabulous Moolah Women's Battle Royal yesterday. Yes. No longer that, due, Bob. Yeah, no longer that, due to, uh, obviously, internet <laughs> outcry that came from that, because every one of us was like, huh, 
she's not the most respected woman in wrestling because of what she did. Yeah, like she, there's a lot of um, bad stuff in her baggage. A, a lot of dark times in the fab, fabulous Moolah's um, past. I understood why they wanted to kind of use her mm -hmm. as the. Like an original uh, pioneer, basically? Yeah, but no. Wrong um, one to choose, right? Wrong one to choose. I would, I would have, honestly, I would have chosen Sensational Sherry, maybe. As you were, um, I guess, title character. Do you, feel the, do you feel the need to name it after someone like they did Andre and they tried here with Moolah? Yes, um, just because you, you want that. Um, they want the women's division to be almost on par with what the men are doing. So why would you call it just the women's battle royal? Mm. You know, it doesn't have um, – it doesn't have that air of importance to it if it's just oh it's just the women's battle royal. Yeah. It, it, same if it was if it was the men's battle royal if they just called it oh we're having the men's battle royal at the Royal Rumble, or I mean at WrestleMania does that mean anything to you? Does no. that hold any kind of importance? No. But but if you call it the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and there's a trophy involved, yeah. It, it, all of a sudden we were like oh that person deserves a push. Whoever yep. wins this match deserves a push because they want the on our part. Exactly, we're all stupid for that, Cesaro. Um, and so when you have the fabulous Mula or uh, whatever they might change the name to, if they even put a name to it, mm -hmm. it, it it holds a little more uh, credence to it. Unfortunately, uh, fabulous Mula was not a good choice, and boy, I hope they did not create a trophy. Yeah. Because then they're definitely not going to rename it, and there won't be any kind of uh, push for whoever wins this match. Yeah. I don't think they will rename it. I think they'll leave it as the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. It's uh, Having it titled as the WrestleMania Battle Royal, I think, is enough. I don't, uh, want the, I don't want the first one to be named this, and then the second coming of it be named after a female wrestler next year. It, I don't think that makes any sense. But um, if they do, they need to pick someone... I mean, they could name it after Trish, and it would have been a damn better choice, right? So, yes, Trish, uh, Lita. Uh, I I still think Sensational Sherry would have been okay. a great choice. Yeah. Um, Alundra Blaze. Anybody? So Alundra could have been a, a yes. big one as well. Anybody who doesn't have a a negative stigma to their name, they did something well unspeakable. Even I think is a good enough word for that. Yes. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see where this goes. Interesting though that um, it was basically due to Twitter. That caused this Twitter, to happen. A change.org had like, yeah, one petition had over ten thousand signatures. Right, I would have um, been on that as well because as soon Snickers, as I saw, <laughs> Snickers went after WWE. Right, that was that was different. Rightfully so. And Good for them. I didn't like it as soon as I saw it. I was like, that's a unique choice. I wonder if yeah. they thought this through all the way. Because, yeah, she's a legend, and, and she's a damn good wrestler, and she was involved in a lot of good storylines. But let's talk And I about... understand why they did it, because, you know, you had the Mae Young Classic, mm -hmm. and during the Attitude Era, it was Mae Young and, and Moolah. They were yeah. always together. They were hanging around. So, yes. So I, I see where why they went with that. But you can't be naive and think that we as wrestling fans don't know our history. Oh, no, we know. Yeah. Bad and choice. then even if we didn't know, there's going to be people who do – and they're going to, you know, yeah. let us all in on stuff it. like that. Wouldn't have stayed hidden whatsoever. No, 
But um, so there's that. I wanted to bring that up because I thought it was interesting, and I'm glad to see social media and the internet wrestling community do something positive like that, bringing out yes. some uh, some negative shit that we don't really need to see anymore. So um, that's the majority of the card, bugs. At least the shit that we care about right now. I don't know if you care about the Cedric Alexander potential win of the cruiserweight title whether he faces it's, i don't think it's Gulak a potential or ali he should beat mustafa ali i think it yeah. will be mustafa ali he faces that will be a very good match it will be on the pre-show like we said of we course. talked about this earlier and i want to know do you care about rousey and angle versus triple h and stephanie or are you just is this something you're going to watch for match work are you there just to see rousey in the ring what are you what are you looking for in this one i personally don't care about this match I don't want to see Ste- – the only thing I want to see Stephanie do is get her comeuppance. Yeah. She'll, she'll finally get her comeuppance because, you know, a male wrestler couldn't do anything to her. And she's just been eviscerating and demasculating men for years. And now she can finally get what kind of she deserves. That's really the only interesting thing coming. I don't want to see Angle. Um, Triple H can still perform. He has shown that uh, on a much higher level than Angle can. So I'm not that interested in in those two kind of going at it. I think the big thing here is just Rousey getting her in-ring debut and beating up Stephanie, possibly taking her off of TV for a while. Okay. I'm excited to see Kurt do something in the ring. We haven't seen him do any uh, singles work. He, uh, what was it? Battleground that he came out. What? Yeah, with the shield. Yeah, with the shield. Shield. Yeah. Like, so that that wasn't good. Yeah. It was a slow, a slow uh, return to the ring for him. Uh, I'm giving it one more shot before I am in your perspective of Kurt Angle because he's my favorite okay. in the ring ever. So I will give him I one know, more shot. I know he is, Bubs. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, aside from that, though, I'm, I want to see Rousey uh, maybe dislocate or break an arm of Stephanie. I want Stephanie to be able to take that bump and uh, build Rousey as something to be literally feared. So they need yes. to do something with her to build her her credibility here. And, w- and it could be her breaking Triple H's arm or making him tap. That would be something as well. I think that would do a lot for her Ooh, going forward. That's a great idea. So we'll see what happens there. I could see Kurt Angle having the ankle lock on and her having an arm bar of some type on top of with Triple H and doing some type of spot where he's in a double submission. That could be a thing. Um, aside from that, this is a I see this card, this match here as a potential leadoff match. Actually, as I'm trying to predict this thing here, no, I don't see that being a leadoff. Triple H would not um, let that happen, right? No, right. that's going to be a co-main. This is, is going to be like number three from the top or four from the yes. top. Yes, huh? yes. This is going on after AJ and Shinsuke. That's not correct, but um, it it is correct because okay. you know it. You know it is. You know in your heart of hearts. That's not what we want, but you know that's what's going to happen. Okay. But that's the card right now, Bubs. We're going to get yes. into this in the next coming weeks because it is it is fastly approaching, and we'll be doing our picks and talking about some WrestleMania history as well, probably in our next yes. episode, actually, I think. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already, go back and listen to our WrestleMania recaps. Uh, we went through all of the WrestleManias. Uh, kind of reviewing them. Uh, I think we stopped at 27. So. Somewhere around there. We didn't finish. We, uh, no. we were in the 20s somewhere. I don't recall. We're going to have to go back and listen to them. Yeah, we that'll, are. That'll raise our download numbers. I, I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> but 
Um, really, other than that, there's that's all that's going. It, can you think of any other news happening? I, I like how you just broke the the Seamus um, Jinder Mahal news. That's pretty big. Um, that's it. I'm seeing right now, and the other the only other speculation talk right now is that uh, Charlotte could actually retain against Oscar and be the one ooh. to break the streak of Oscar. That's been a, a floating rumor right not now. Not a smart move. Not a smart move, I think. But uh, I, th- I, I wouldn't mind if she did it, but not right now. Okay, not at WrestleMania. It's not that it's too no. soon. I think the streak can break at any time. Now that she has the longest streak ever, but um, the streak is. Um, we can make this point of conversation. I think like, is it going to be used to? Bump somebody forward, like a young and up and comer, like a Ruby, for example, to break the streak. No, or is it not better necessarily. to have someone like a Charlotte, like a the second best on the card underneath Oscar to break it. What's a better option? I just think the better option is to build a strong story around it. Honestly, it doesn't matter who breaks it, uh, whether it's someone established like Becky Lynch or Charlotte. You know, I think you know having Charlotte, you know, chase the title and mm-hmm. finally win it back by beating Asuka, could be a, a tremendous story to tell and one that we can get behind. And I wouldn't have any kind of ill will towards it. I don't know of any young up-and-comer who could, you know, theoretically and believably beat the streak of mm-hmm. Asuka. So okay, I, I, I feel like the, the best way to go is to have someone more established but – is this hungry, you know, person chasing history, chasing a, a legacy? You know, Charlotte, it could be Charlotte, you know, trying to define oh, her oh, legacy. That sounds like a Sasha Banks storyline you're trying to pitch right it's, now. It's not going to be Sasha. I don't want it to be Sasha. I want it to be either Bailey or Charlotte. Okay. Or even Becky, for that matter. Yeah, or Royal Rumble pick. She needs something. We want Becky. Bubs. I feel like that's that should be a trending hashtag. Hashtag we want Becky. Now do you recall this has been a few weeks back, I sent you some random pics and videos when Kevin Nash beat Goldberg, right? Uh yes. And um it was interesting. Kevin Nash, easily top of the card guy, very well established. He gets the credit for always, he was being, always super over. the streak. And that's what that's what I'm bringing up. Goldberg was over. The NWO Wolfpack gimmick was over. Yes. Kevin Nash was over. These were all face type over moments with these people. So, and that when, when he finally won, although it was through heel dirty tactics, a la Scott Hall, uh, the crowd was all about it and they loved it. Huge pop when it happened. Yes. So that's what I'm thinking here is why can't it be somebody who, if it's, they can do face versus face. I think that's just as good. Have it be somebody who's well-established and it might be an unexpected thing in that case where um, if it's Charlotte, they're like, well, Charlotte already has a great resume. She doesn't need to add this to hers. There's no way that they'll let her win it, but then she actually does. I think doing that kind of creates that uncertainty and uh, is actually a bigger surprise than maybe a young up-and-comer if they decide to put someone in that situation, like not necessarily a Ruby Riot, but like a Sonya Deville or some, one of these other people who could use it. To Ember Moon comes up and sure. actually get, there's, there's gets her win. To that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I don't think it needs to be the same with the Undertaker streak. Um, at WrestleMania, it doesn't have to be. Now that lended itself more to having a, a young up and comer, kind of a mid card guy looking to break into uh, the main event scene. Mm-hmm. That lended itself well, but I think what they did with Brock Lesnar winning and how they built him afterwards is one hundred percent 
the perfect way to if you're going to beat the streak, that's how you do it. Yeah. Because what what did he do after he beat the streak? He went and destroyed John Cena for the championship, and yeah. he's been a monster ever since. Yeah. Um, have someone now with with Oscar, it'll be more. It's you're not going to build a monster uh, beating Oscar. You've already had Nia Jax lose to Oscar clean multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those things where it's a hard fought battle, and she gets the best. One, one slip up by Oscar leads to right. a natural selection, or she she gets you know caught in the disarmor. Yeah. Or Ember Moon hits her with the springboard stunner, or the top rope stunner. Yeah. You know, there's so many ways that you can do it, and and it's so easy. You can just have Oscar make one mistake, and then after that, it's like okay, Oscar needs to redeem herself. There's yeah. so many stories that can be built around it oh, that. Yeah. Just because she loses doesn't she doesn't lose her aura. Yeah, I don't want it to be that they whoever ends up beating her is kind of thrown into this unbeatable type character because of no. that. That should not happen. But I do want it to be that Oscar makes one too many mistakes, and whoever does, she gets cocky. She gets yeah. She think she starts to think she's unbeatable. Mm-hmm. This whole you're not ready for no one's ready for Oscar thing. She starts believing her own hype. She thinks she's unbeatable. Um, and then she gets she gets caught. Yeah. It's as simple. Same with Ronda. That's what happened with Ronda Rousey in MMA. She started to think she was she 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 believed her own aura. She believed her own hype, and that she was unbeatable until she got her head kicked off by Holly Holm. Yep, straight kicked off, and that was it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, though. I don't think we're going to see it just quite soon. Maybe later in this year. Or- that's something relevant, but uh, it's a it's an interesting storyline because this is very rare that we ever have somebody so undefeated that they can use this. So it must be done right. I don't think they yes. should, they can let this fall through, Bubs. Yeah, much like with your streak that you had with our pay per view picks. That's right. You know, I, I finally got strong. the win. It was, um, you know, I, I was just that plucky underdog. And uh, I came away with a win. You picked Randy Orton, and I picked correctly. You did. I beat you. Your your aura, your unbeatable streak is over, Bubs. Yeah. I've 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 dethroned you. I would have rather had Orton win his Grand Slam at WrestleMania. Still think it's the bad right. choice. Whatever. I think that was the better choice too. <laughs> but it's the only thing we differed on, and I got it right. So there's that. Yes. Whatever though, good, uh, good, good throwbacks, Bub. You said mentioned to me earlier you're watching a bit of New Japan late, lately. Yeah, I have a lot of New Japan talk. I haven't. I've definitely been jumping into it. Been watching it on Access. Um, yeah. I, I have it uh, recorded. It records every every new episode that comes I just, out. I was watching some before we started recording. Actually, Jay White versus. Your boy uh, Kenny Omega for that U.S. title. Yes. It's actually a little bit ago now that he won that. But uh, the U.S. title is such a cool title. Like it looks great. So you like um, the, the design of that title, huh? I love the design of that title. I would have to say right now, with all the titles that are that are out right now, that is one of my top, you know, three or four favorite kind of designs. I, I love the designs of the Japan titles. They're big. Mm. I, I, it, it feels important, yeah. those titles in New Japan. The IWGP heavyweight title and the Intercontinental titles look amazing. Um, 
I, I just like a big, bulky title. I just think it looks more important. Like the Sim- big symbol symbolism and having it take yes. up a lot of space in the midriff area. The big gold belt in right. WCW, I thought, was just a great okay. looking title. I think this is something we should delve into okay. um, on a future episode for sure. Uh, just because there are so many amazing titles from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the, I, I feel like the design of a title adds to its kind of prestige. No, I agree with you 100%. This can be something we can uh, make into a bit of a conversation. We'll have to reach back a little bit and find some older ones because we obviously know what the big gold belt looks like, but the NWA mm-hmm. title before that looks a little different, and we can talk about some of the stuff now versus how it looked back in the day, and I agree with you. It, when you see not only a character looking presentable, looking like a champion, but having that belt around them kind of adds to it. So uh, we'll see where that goes. It, uh, it's something I'm definitely looking forward to talk to talking to you about. Also excited to possibly in the next couple episodes talk about our favorite WrestleMania moments. I think that's going to be a strong topic that we can talk about. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, I just want to talk about wrestling. I want to talk about what we love about wrestling. And I want to talk about what the fans want to talk about when it comes to wrestling. And one way we can find out what you guys want to talk about is by hitting us up on Facebook at Collar and Elbow Wrestling. You can also hit us up on Twitter, on the Tweet Machine, where Chris is always hitting everything left and right. Uh, Hitting you with a Twitter stunner. That's right. On and, I'm at, and, and then yes. tweet at the end of it. Yes, at CAE Wrestling. We're also on Instagram. You can download us if you haven't already. If someone's letting you listen to us on their iPod or whatever device they use, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio and Google Play. So we're out there on all of your favorite podcast sites. Guys, it's always a pleasure talking wrestling. We love interacting with you the fans we love wrestling this is why we love wrestling and together we can make wrestling great again see you guys next time